Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What's that? You would like a silly list here on What Culture, hosted by me, <laughs> Simon Miller. You got it. So yeah, make sure you do subscribe first, and we are about to get into the A to Z, or Z, obscure wrestling terms. And always remember, if you don't know one of these, you're not a real fan. That's what Twitter says all the time. Let's go. A, the Andre shot. Tying into Andre the Giant, this is indeed when we shoot a wrestler from the ground looking up, because that makes them look super duper tall. Which of course is why we call it the Andre shot, because Andre the Giant was already tall. Someone said, I've got an idea. Why don't we make him look taller? And it works. Go on the internet and just Google how tall was Andre the Giant. Some people say he was seven foot seven. I tell you right now, he wasn't. B, the blowjob. No, not that. You with your disgusting mind. Very sadly, back in the day, this was a term that some people used to describe a group of male wrestlers that were basically put together or were put on the show to try and attract a female demographic. I don't want to have to talk about this stuff. Let's just move on. But see, the carpenter. So you may know this one by another name, but it's essentially when a wrestler is really technical and can have a good match with anyone, we call them a carpenter. Good hand is another term, or journeyman, I suppose. And yeah, I mean, just go listen to any kind of wrestling documentary when somebody does become a star. At some point in their career, they just get told, well, you're a good hand. D is for deadweight. Sandbagging has taken over in 2023, but yeah, if you go to pick up your opponent and they just go all dead on you, they are dead weight, which means it's going to be harder to pick them up. Now, I wrestle, and sometimes people do this to me. It's impossible. Even if you are a small human being, you're still a human being. For the love of everything, would you jump? Or for the love of everything, would you post? E stands for exotico. So I guess gold dust would be the best example in the modern day, although it does tie into a Mexican term. But yeah, the wrestler dresses up in drag. You are fattening in South America. Would probably be referred to as Exotico. F stands for Flair Flop. Do you remember when Ric Flair would get smacked and then he'd walk a little bit before he just fell on the floor? Well, that is known as the Flair Flop. And he did it so well, and it was so damn funny, and it was so damn entertaining, we still reference this today. Which we should do. Stuff like this that makes professional wrestling the best. G stands for Goozle, or basically a choke slam. I know, right? I mean, it actually means to grab somebody by the neck, but nine times out of ten in wrestling, that's when you're going for a slam via the choke. I don't really know why we call it a goozle. Maybe it's got something to do with a chicken. 
Why the hell are you walking around strangling chickens? H stands for hooker. I mean, the fact that Lou Fez named his autobiography after this should probably give you a good damn idea what it's all about. Basically, somebody who has excellent math skills and can beat you with a hold from anywhere is known as a hooker. I suppose shoot wrestler could come into it in the modern day. Also, these people can kill you. I stands for idol wrestler. This comes from Joshi Wrestling, and I suppose is a little bit eyebrow raising. This is basically a female wrestler, or any kind of wrestler, I suppose, whose physical attractiveness is part of the draw. I know, it all ties in, but it's gonna cause some controversy. Always does. J stands for juicing. You know this somebody, if somebody does indeed get a razor blade and licks it across their head, allowing blood to flow from their skull, it's called juicing. I suppose, because it looks a bit like orange juice. <laughs> so remember that the next time you're having your favorite breakfast drink. K is for King's Road. This is basically a style that does indeed take Japanese strong style and blends it with an American influence. It came to be in the 90s, and if you do want to see this, just go and put on some Japanese tapes from that time, and you'll either laugh because they smack each other so hard, or you actually want to cry. L is for lesbian pollen. I'm not sure whether this one counts, but I'm pretty sure the OSW review came up with it. So let's put it in. Because it's basically when a wrestler plays a kayfabe lesbian to try and draw in their opponent. Or essentially just a way to describe what Mickie James was doing 20 years ago with Tristratus. M stands for Muta Scale. This one is bonkers because it serves as a measure of the amount of blood you've lost. I mean, if you have a 0.0, .0 Muta, that means no blood. And if you get to 1.0, that means it's off the scale and you're probably bleeding everywhere. It all ties into when the great Muta did indeed take on Hirosa Hase back in 1992, because flubbed me sideways. I mean, you do not watch this if you are the weak of heart. Once again, I swear they were trying to kill each other. N stands for night off. Another nice and easy one, if you do indeed turn up to the arena and someone says, oh, hey, you're working this excellent wrestler, it feels like a night off, because you know it's going to be easy work. I mean, see somebody like Bret Hart, see someone like Mr. Perfect, or I suppose in more modern days, someone like Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, although they will thump you pretty hard. O stands for Outlaw Promotion. I don't think this one does the round as much anymore just because we have moved on, but back in the day, if you were an indie promotion that booked your wrestlers to do crazy things to try and get some kind of notoriety, you were an outlaw promotion. I suppose GCW would be a more modern take, but GCW pretty damn awesome. P stands for Pilmanize. So you must have heard this over the years, because when you see a wrestler take a chair, wrap it around somebody's leg or wrap it around somebody's head and then stomp on it, this is known as Pilmanizing said joint or said head. Once again, if you're thinking to yourself, I have seen that and it kind of comes across like attempted murder, 100% correct. Q stands for I couldn't find one, so I made it up. And I've gone with quarantined, which is when your travel buddy that you went to the show with has to be locked in the car because they really, really stink. I know, I shouldn't be allowed out of the house. R stands for Road Warrior Pop. Nice and easy, this one, because when the Road Roars did used to make their entrance, especially in Chicago, everybody would go so crazy for Hawk and Animal that even today, if you do get a good reaction during your entrance, it is known as a Road Warrior Pop. That's when you know you're pretty damn over. S stands for schmars. Or when a match breaks down and there's no ending and it basically descends into chaos. And I'll tell you the first time I heard this and you're probably the same, when you were watching the Wrestling With Shadows documentary and you heard that secret conversation between Bret Hart and Vince McMahon. I can't remember which way around it goes, but one of them is like, oh man, it could just end as a schmars or something, because that was the plan. The Heart Foundation were going to be out there, DX were going to be out there, the match would be thrown out, and what's that called? Conductor hands. 
Schmaz. T stands for trachoma. We go to Strangler Lewis for this one because he used to get so much dirt and other crap in his eyes from dirty wrestling rings that this poor soul went blind because he had trachoma. I mean, that wouldn't happen today, but sheesh, it's absolutely terrible. If you do earn a wrestling promotion, clean the damn ring. U stands for underneath. Also, I suppose, known as the undercard, anybody that does serve underneath the main event, to tie into an amazing thing that Lance Storm tweeted recently, everybody on the show is damn important. Because if you do only have one match, do you think people are actually going to turn up? No, everybody has their place on the damn card, and that needs to be respected. V stands for Visual Fall. Also known as WWE's favorite finish. So when the referee has been murdered and therefore can't make the official pin fall, if one wrestler pins another wrestler, and he gets the one, two, three, and all the crowd goes, one, two, three, and we see it with our eyes, well, yeah, you can figure this one out. It's a visual pinfall, so they should have won the match. But of course, the ref didn't go one, two, three, so it counts for nada. W stands for work shoot. Also, what killed WCW, and I suppose if you want to try and make your audience think what they're seeing is real, you either take a real life situation and you weave it into a story, or you come up with a story and you try and tell everybody watching that actually it's legit. Now, when you do get this right, fans do love it because it comes so engaging. <laughs> problem with someone like Vince Russo is that he wanted to do it all the damn time. Then it's the law of diminishing returns. X stands for the X signal. Now if you ever see a referee do this in the middle of a match, it is signaling to the bank, oh no, a certain wrestler has got injured for real, so we need to do something. But again, now that companies know, that the fans know that, sometimes a referee will do it and it ties into the story. So it just blurs the lines and makes this all very confusing. Y stands for young boy. Essentially, as soon as you do enter the New Japan Dojo, because you want to be a wrestler, you will be dubbed as a young boy. I suppose rookie is a more mainstream term and you are gonna have to work your ass off and you'll also be paired with a veteran wrestler and you bet your ass, you need to do everything they say. It's called paying your dues. And finally Z stands for Zamboni. Well, I'm not sure how real this is, but it is out there. Cause apparently if you do smack somebody in the penis during a wrestling match, this is called a Zamboni. So here's what I want you to do. Next time you do get kicked in the balls, as you are going down, going, oh, my penis area, I just want you to randomly shout out Zamboni and see what happens. And if a wrestling fan goes, oh, I understand, well, we can finally put that one to bed. Now I'm sure there's a bunch of other obscure terms that we can talk about, so make sure you leave them in the comments below. There's another list on the screen right now, so do give it a click. Before you like the video, share the video and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com where you keep up to date with all the wrestling news. And you can come say hi, Simon. Hey, what culture? At Simon316 and at WhatCultureWWE on Twitter, Instagram, and who knows what else. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me for an English lesson, I suppose. It's rare we do that. Hopefully you learned something. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.